God in the highest, for we are the reason grace generation, the reason Christ generation, for it's all about Christ Jesus. It's all about his finished works. And according to 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, for you, we are God's chosen generation, his royal priesthood, God's holy nation, God's peculiar people, that we may declare the praises of him that has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light glory to god in the highest he is a good god he is merciful he is faithful yes he is we judge him faithful and today is another beautiful day oh glory to god in the highest it's beautiful it is because the lord has made it so for he daily loads us with benefits we do not live in the past we live in the present for the time is now the time to trust him is now the time to launch into the deep is now the time to step out and do that way the lord has been calling you the yearning you to do is now excuse me all right the time is now is now i repeat the time is now glory to god in the highest oh wow it's good to be back hallelujah and today i know we have a lot of things happening we have in some countries elections um also some devastating news in some other countries but all is well all right with there's so many things going on right now it's very easy to curse you to be unstable it's very easy to to curse you to to be worried but hey guess what we have the answer right here in god's word god's word literally said do not worry i'm paraphrasing but do not worry about what you eat don't worry about tomorrow because the birds flying he takes care of them the flowers that you see they don't worry about what they will eat or how they'll be cared for, but he clothes them. How much more are you? Yeah, I'm asking you. How much more are you? Hello, Chigozim. I see you. Thanks for tuning in. Amen. God bless you, Miss Chigozim. Wow, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Awesome. We're here. Please type in uh, your, your comments on the chat. I can see it. Okay, I would say it. Just you can say hello. All right. Glory to God in the highest. All right, like I was saying, uh, his presence, one, he said you shouldn't worry because your needs, he's, you know, he said he's your God. What does it mean if someone is saying, I am your God? It means they, they want to be responsible for your life. Like, I want to be responsible for your life, not you, because you have someone. I am your father. I am your God. And don't forget, you are in a covenant relationship with God in Christ Jesus, through the blood of Christ Jesus. So guess what? Listen, you are not alone. No, 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 no. No matter what your reality is now, I don't know what your reality is saying to you, the pictures you are seeing, don't forget, he is with you. He swore. He said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. He cannot lie. God cannot lie. He's not a man that he should lie. Man, they lie. 
Whoever is God, self-existent God, he swore, he said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. So he's with you. The Holy Ghost is with you. Right there with you. When Jesus, before he left, he told the disciples, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go or do anything, wait for my father is going to send the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be your comfort and your teacher. Wait, don't go anywhere. Go and wait in the upper room. Wait for him. Wait. So the Holy Ghost is with you. He's an extension of Jesus. Just picture Jesus in person here on earth. Hello. So picture Jesus in person here on earth. Hello, sir. Yes, we have Prophet Reverend uh, Arame Ada. Thank you, sir, for tuning in. Yeah, we have in life with us. Thank you, sir. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. And we have a program coming up uh, on Saturday, no, Sunday. I will put that up there, okay? If you are in the Maryland or Baltimore area, you want to come in. Very important. You want to tune in. I'll be there. I'll be traveling there. Rev will be there. All right? So come on. All right? I'll see you in person, and we're going to pray together and declare God's prophetic words to us this year. Very important. You don't want to miss it. And if you cannot tune in live with us, or if you cannot come in with us, if you need help with transportation, you can reach out. We would help you with transportation, all right? If you need help with accommodation, reach out. We would help you with, with accommodation. You want to be there. Very important, all right? Very important. Well, again, let's just go back to today's teaching. As I was saying, uh, God's provision is present. The ministry of Christ today is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So you are not without help. You have help. You have the person of the Holy Spirit. So worry not. You have the answer residing on the inside of you. You have God present with and in you. He lives in you. So you don't have to scream. You don't have to shout. You don't have to go to the mountaintop and shout and scream in light of this new covenant in the blood of Jesus. Guess what? You have the Father. You have God. The fullness of God residing on the inside of you through the person of the Holy Spirit. It's as easy as that. Simple. So now, if the choice is left to you, what do you believe? Or what are you believing? This is what God is saying about you. So will you believe what he says about you? I am who God says I am. I have what God says I have. I can do what God says I can do. So, if he has said it, what, what, what are you actually struggling with? If the president should come today and say, um, let's say, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Chigozem, I have paid in uh, $10 million into your account. It is done. And this is the receipts. What will you do? What will you do? You simply rejoice because you have the receipt to check your bank account. It's right there. It is done. So you don't go about thinking, Did he really, do I really have this money? Is, is, is this for real? You know, you, you have the receipt. See, what Christ came to do for us, right? In his death, burial, and resurrection, the proof that all you'd ever need, all you'd ever desire, everything for you to live in this earth, to fulfill God's plans, purposes for your life, has been paid for. And the person of the Holy Spirit residing on the, on the inside of you, is one of the proofs 
that you know what you have everything that you would ever desire that you'd ever need to live life here with you the person of the holy spirit residing on the inside of you if not for anything should be a great proof and also god's word god's word to you the old pointed was pointing to jesus the sacrifice and all that he is and in his lights in the new paul emphasized only in the, in the finished works of jesus everything that he has done he has made available to you in the pauline revelation is right there when you read the gospels go into study the book of acts you see the power manifestation of the power of the holy spirit enter the pauline revelation and you see what has been made available to you in the death, burial, and resurrection. It is free. So my people perish for lack of knowledge. But when, when you don't go to God's words to, 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 to see what has been given to you, you live in, what should I say? You live, you live like a like a pauper. It's like, see, you have an inheritance. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You have an inheritance. Huh? And the, the writer of this will is God himself. You know the way it works in the in, in earth, right, physically? If uh, you have a rich dad, you know, and they're going to be with the Lord, what they do, like they write their will with the, with the lawyers, and they're like, I want my properties to go to so, 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 and so. So when they leave, what happens? They, they bring the testament of the will, a sign is endorsed, and you have it. The same way, this will, the inheritance, the inheritance you have in Jesus, because of Jesus, this the, 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 the owner or the, 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 the signee, if that makes sense, the sponsor of this inheritance, the sponsor of this will, is the person of God in Christ Jesus. That was personally present in Christ, reconciling you unto himself. The sponsor of the inheritance that you have in Christ Jesus is God himself. The sponsor of this inheritance, the sponsor of the will, this will that you've been given in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. The sponsorship, the person sponsoring this will is the person of your father. So, so, if that is the case, then uh, what is actually the problem here? I am not a sponsor. If man was to be the sponsor, that would be a problem. Yes, that would be a problem because the ways of man, we are like this. <laughs> so you can't even trust. Our emotions are like this. All right, so that would be a problem. But the sponsor of this will is God himself. He created this will. He wrote this will and dust it in the blood of Jesus and stamped it. And said, this is, this is done. This belongs, this inheritance in the blood of my son belongs to you, Chigoziem. Belongs to you, Prophetess Edith. Belongs to you, Dr. Victor. Belongs to you, Mr. Chris. It belongs to you. Take. So, some people, they don't even have the revelation. They don't even know that they have a will. Some people, like their sons, but they never had the knowledge. They never knew that before their dad died, they had a will written to them, assigned to them. That's so why they live like puppets. Then when the light comes, some people are having a conversation, and you're like, yeah, your dad left you, so, 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 this. And you're like, excuse me, so, yeah, your dad left you this before he left, before he died. 
<gasps> Light has come. You mean I've had this all this while? Yes. Then what happened? Light has come. Light has come. And the light, the entrance of God's word gives light. Light comes. This. The entrance of God's word giveth light and understanding to the simple. You have to come in here. The will, if you want to know what was written in the will, is in God's word. So let the Holy Ghost unveil the inheritance you have, you have been given in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Health is one of the inheritance. Or we both know righteousness came as a gift. This is the reason why we can be so bold to enjoy this inheritance we have in Christ. Financial breakthrough is part of the will. There's no time to start reading everything out. I have my notes, everything here. Everything. And now, how can you bring these legal blessings? How can you bring the manifestation of what Christ has done for you in the spirit to the physical? How can you see the manifestation? I'm listening. What's the answer? Oh, well, you see, I love teaching. You know, if I was in a class now, I would just start pointing everyone to start. To start. <laughs> yeah, I know we are not in class, so it's okay. <laughs> you pray. 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 Prayer. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Now, listen. To ascend, you need light. With God's word, you ascend. Are you hearing me? With God's word. Thank you, Prophet Edith. I, 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 I didn't want you to answer that question, Edith. <laughs> I didn't want you to answer that. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't answer that question. <laughs> but thank you for answering that. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Prayer is the key. I know I should answer that because this is something we do every day. Every day. Individually, together with our families, our spouses, our husbands, together, this is what we fail not to do. Prayer. Everything. See, prayer is not always a pleasure. Prayer is not always convenience. It's a discipline. Prayer is not always, oh, that sometimes you're praying and it's, it's, it's pleasurable. You know, it is convenience. But there's other times where it requires discipline. It's not convenient, like distractions. That sometimes myself and uh, Edith, we have to pray together. Myself and my husband, we have to pray together. But when things are coming up, attention is calling on you here. You have to make breakfast. You have to do this. You are waking up. The baby is waking up with you. So many distractions. But you can't say because of that, or maybe your flesh is paining, like you're so tired. And yes, you know, I came to realize, I was discussing this with my, with my husband as well. And I said, the flesh would never get better. Listen. If you're depending on the flesh to get better, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the flesh will never get better, but you can subject your flesh to your spirit in the place of prayer. I'm trying to remember that scripture where Paul said he subjects himself, the flesh, to the spirit. It's in the place of prayer you subject your will, you subject your mind, you subject your flesh, you subject it. To the spirit. It's in the place of prayer as well. You subject it. So you don't just relax and say, oh, tomorrow it will get better. Tomorrow it will get better. Tomorrow, oh, you flesh, you will get better. Uh, hello? No. It's not going to work. <laughs> no, you have to rise up. 
Rise up and consistency is the key. In consistency, you start reaping the manifestation and the benefit of spiritual results. Is the consistency. Is the consistency. People fail to realize that there's a place for discipline. I'm not trying to talk about a religion where, you know, the, the motive why you do the things you do very, uh, is very important. You are not just doing it to fulfill all righteousness so that, oh, God will not be angry with me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's bit deeper than that. Consistency is the key. As you stay in there, you wake up, your alarm wakes you up. That's what we do. The alarm goes off. The body is tired. You rise up. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Ah, I get up. I drink water. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I get up. I wash my face. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I go downstairs. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I rest in you. I receive strength by faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I let him lead. You sing songs, and the next thing you are like, oh wow, time has gone. <laughs> yes, yes. And, oh, Rev. First Corinthians 9:27. So let's go to the book of First Corinthians um 9:27. So let's go there, okay? Thank you, Holy Spirit. But I discipline my body. Thank you, sir. You see, I said I was trying to remember that scripture and Rev just helped us with that. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. It's right there. Open your Bible there. It, I'm not, it's right there. Open your Bible. The answer is right there. First Corinthians 9, 27. But I discipline my body and bring it to subjection. So there's a place for you actually, you know, this is a life, see, the, the Christian life is a life of faith. I can't, see, that's, I can't live with that. It's a life of faith. And even in this place of discipline, it's by faith. You have to, the life of discipline, there's a place where you, you have to rise up because God does not uh, uh, lead a parked car. You have to be driving now. You have not driving, sorry. You have to be heading somewhere. He won't come and just pass on you. That is what evil spirits they do. There's a place because he respects your will. He's in, he's in partnership with you. He's in partnership. There's a, there's a partnership right there. So the little, when you give him this, when you give him this little water, he will take it and multiply it into a hundredfold. But there have to be a stepping out. So this life, this Christian life, this life of righteousness, a life of faith, I repeat, your flesh will never get better by itself in time. You have to subject it in the place of discipline, in the place of prayers. That is it. That is it. If not, you see yourself every day, your alarm goes off tomorrow. Tomorrow, procrastination. And you lose out on the plans and the fullness of God for your life. You know, the devil fears you. And so what he would always do is to bring distractions. Valid distractions. Valid. Oh, my back. Oh my this, I was I did so much work yesterday. Oh, and it's valid. And let's pray tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Sometimes these prayers we have to be led by the spirit because 
there was something he taught me. Do what he, 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 he teaches you, okay? For me, there's this scripture that he placed in my heart. He said, early in the morning will I rise and seek you and I will find you. It's an honor, you know, it's wisdom to put him first. Because when you put him first, you see your day just going in a very smooth lane. You put him first, you consult him, you have, you drink, you float. Like, I see that deep place of communion, right? The same way I can't go each day without having a conversation with my family, my husband. The same way I can't go each day without having a conversation with the one that loves me. Come on, how can I survive that? How? He's my fool. His love is my fool. How can I so I, I don't become grumpy? There's an intimacy level you get with God where you don't find yourself praying by the help of the Holy Spirit. Like we're here and praying. Whenever I'm with Rev, this is what Rev does. He visits the, the US, he frequents the US. And you see him, we're talking. He's right there, he's praying under his breath. Yes, he's praying. Oh, he's praying. That has become that has become is is it has become part of him. Because prayer is the key. It unlocks you into deep place. It unlocks you into deeper realms. Ah, you build your most holy faith in that place of prayers. This is what he told me to share with you. He said, pray always. Pray without season. You don't have an excuse not to pray. If you can go a day without eating, uh-huh, then you can pray. <laughs> you can pray if you can worry. Uh-huh. You can pray. You can trust. <laughs> All right. Are you hearing me? Okay. Let's. Um... So let me encourage you. I hope this was not a bulala message. You shouldn't be, because uh, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Now go to John fourteen. I have so many scriptures here, but I just went with how He was leading me. John fourteen thirteen. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I repeat. And whatever you ask in my name, in the name of Jesus, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Full stop. Now, if you ask anything in my name, I will do. Double emphasis. Double emphasis. Can you see that? Go to John 14, 13. Read it with me. See, he said, and whatever you ask in my name, in the name of Jesus, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in him, the Son. Full stop. The next verse, if you ask anything in my name, I will do. So, this is nothing that can be more sure than this. This is what the Lord is saying to you. Say, ask anything in my name, I will do. How? Prayers. You come to him, pray. You know, humility. When the Lord says, when you, when you, when you, when you humble yourself before the Lord, in due time, he would exalt you and lift you up. One way to humble yourself, one, is by accepting all that Christ has done for you in his death, burial, and resurrection. Not you trying to, to finish the finished works. It is pride not you accepting what Christ has done. It is pride you trying to create your own sacrifice. If that makes sense. It is pride. It is pride. That is not you coming under the mighty hands of God. Another way you humble yourself is prayers. Because when you understand that life is spiritual, when you understand that this life is deeper, like that we see, when you understand that the life of the Christian is the life of faith, 
you've been a Christian, your mind is renewed to realize that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm a citizen of heaven here on earth. I'm God's workmanship. Yes, I'm God's mantle here on earth. I'm here for a purpose. When this light dawns on the inside of you, then you're not just ordinary. You're not just here trying to fulfill time. When it dawns on you, you pray every day because you realize that, oh, you need help. Yes, because life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. I'm going to repeat this. Life is spiritual. Why do you think we pray? Don't get too comfortable. Oh, I'm okay. My family can eat. Oh, we are there. That is that is you being very small. You are very small-minded. And if you can see the heart of God for you, there are bigger things. So why don't you jump into the well and pray and seek his face? Father, what is your heart for me, for your people, through me? What, what is it that you want to do? What are your plans? What are your purposes for me here on earth? What is your heart? What is your heart? And let the Lord unveil to you by his mercies and let him enlarge your heart. One way is in the place of prayers. Prioritize prayers. And I've noticed something, right? Over the years, I've noticed it becomes very easy to pray when I know how much he loves me. <laughs> very easy. <laughs> It becomes very easy to pray when I feel my heart, when the light of how much he loves me dawns in your heart. Not just head knowledge, but an experience. When you experience the love of God for you. Aya. It changes you. <laughs> it changes you. You become a different woman. You become a different man. Ah, when this light of his love shines in your heart. Oh my God. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> you become invisible. You become like the wind. <laughs> it changes your life. There's no one, nobody that I've, that I've met. I've, I've heard them in, on TV when they talk about how they experience. No head. No, not head knowledge. Not going to the book. No, 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 no. When they light and they experience it, the liquid love of God. When they experience it, hmm. Let me give this example. I, I, I pray you get it. Listen, for those of you that are married, all right, for the married ones, not for the unmarried ones, okay, so close your ears. <laughs> for the married ones, it's one thing you're just talking, you love each other, and all you do is just talk, talk, talk. There's no physical intimacy. There's no physical touch. What happens? I, I, I don't know. God made it that way. And there's a reason why. There should be some sort of intimacy. Some, some, some uh, a form of touch. There's something it does. Uh -huh. I won't go into teaching marriage. That's not uh, my this thing. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is about the love of God. It's one thing to hear, to hear faith grows. It's one thing to know. They know not just the head knowledge. When the revelation of that light dawns, and another thing comes after that, and you experience it. That liquid love, the liquid touch of his love, like liquid fire. He said, may the love of God be shed abroad in your heart. The liquid love of God, when he hits your heart, when you experience that fire of his love, when you experience it, ah, underline that word, experience, experience. You can and you will never remain the same again. Take that to the bank. Take that to the bank. 
I'm not sharing with you opinions. I'm sharing with you the truth of God's word. I'm not giving you my opinion. Anything that's not based on God's word, I won't say it. I'm telling you what the word says. What the word of the Lord says. We don't have time to go into that. We just have one minute more. Are you hearing me? So in as much as you're doing all these things, get yourself wet and get your heart established in how much he loves you. Listen, not your love for him. Don't come say, oh Lord, you now want to love you. I want. I just want to love you. I just want to love you, Lord. I just want to love you. Oh, teach me to love you. Uh-uh. The word of God says we love him because first, he first loved us. So relax, chill, and calm down. Calm down. Calm down and receive. Let him drench you with his love first. When you receive his love and your heart is full, then you find yourself loving him. Like crazy, you see yourself loving him with your heart, with your soul, with everything that you have. First, you have to receive how much he loves you. Okay, wait. Let your heart, he's going to work it in you through the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit drench your heart first. Let him establish your heart. It's the book of Ephesians. Let him establish your heart first in his love for you. Listen, 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 listen. Personalize his love for you. Listen, don't make it a corporate thing. That is where we miss it. You make it corporate. Oh, he loves us. Oh, he loves us. He wants you to personalize it. Because, see, there was something he laid in my heart and he blessed me. For God so loved the word that he gave. He said, come for you. know, if you were the only person here on earth alive, I would say I've given my son for you. That was where the explosion took off. So, why he sees us as the church? He sees us. He has, he longs for intimacy with each and every one of you. You! He longs for intimacy. Oh, do you think you want him more. He wants you more. He wants intimacy much more than you do. And he will never get tired of running after you. He won't. He never gets tired. That's his love. His love is relentless. He never gets tired. So I'm, I'm repeating. The reason why you're tired, you're frustrated, relax, receive his love. The foundation on the, the foundation on a great ministry, the foundation on you running and not getting tired and weary, the foundation on you soaring, the foundation on you fulfilling purpose, ah, is on the love of God. Because so many things will happen, but his love, ah, yeah, his love never fails. His love is what will always make you strong. His love will always what you have to fall back on. So don't run this race outside of his love for you. Personalize it. Say, oh, you gave your son to love me. You did not withhold your only son from dying for me. You gave him just to have me. What a love. You gave your son, whom you love. You literally bankrupt heaven just to have me. You bankrupt heaven. You were willing to take that risk in love just to have me. What manner of love is this? That you are so mindful of me, meaning your mind is just full of me. Wow, you love me? And trust me, no power, nothing can successfully come against the power of God's love for you. Nothing, nothing above the heavens, below the earth, and even here can successfully come against the power of of God's love for you. Most especially if your heart is embedded in this truth of God's love, you become bold as a lion. You stand tall, you stand strong. You go with that awareness that wow, my father loves me. I'm untouchable in his love. And that is where the Holy Ghost will start praying through you depth 
in the place of prayers. The Holy Ghost will launch you into depths of prayers. The Holy Ghost will launch you into building big infrastructures. The Holy Ghost will launch you. He's the one that will launch you in there. In this life, when this life hits your heart, that's the oil. And I'll end with this. Listen, when he says his love never fails, thank you, uh, Edith. When he says his love never fails, something that he laid in my heart, say comfort. What is love? Who is love? I am love, right? When I say my love never fails, I mean directly saying I will never fail you. <gasps> oh my God! Say yes. Love never fails. Say yes. I say yes. He said, "What is love? Who is love?" I say, you are love. Say meaning, I will never fail. I will never fail you because I am love. I am love. So when I say love will never fail, I'm saying that I will never fail you. <gasps> so you can bank on this. <laughs> you can take it to the bank. Oh my God, that changed my life. I'm telling you. I said, Father, in your love, I come. I, I petition this by your mercies in your love. By your mercies in your love, I petition this towards you. I petition this in your love by your mercies. In your love by your mercies. And I go straight into that place of prayers. With that awareness that his ears are like this. I hear you, girl. I hear you, my child. I hear you. What do you have to say? And thank God for the Holy Spirit. He now prays the perfect will of God in the place of praying in tongues. So I can't make any mistakes. <laughs> in praying in tongues. All right. Glory to God. So you can trust the Lord. If you are believing God for finances, trust in the Father in your love. Right? You, you did not withhold your only son for me. You gave up all you had. You gave up your son just to have me. How much more? You will not withhold financial blessings for me. No, because if you are withholding anything from me, it shows that what you are withholding is greater than your son. But God forbid, he's not going to withhold anything because nothing is greater than his son. So you can boldly believe him for anything according to his will and he will do it because he can never fail. Love will never fail you. Thank you, Father, for your word that has come forth today. I pray with everyone today present in this life session. Oh, Father. I know there is a depth in your love. There's a breath. And you told me, you said comfort. The, the only way you can experience the depth, the height, the breadth, and the length of my love is first having your heart established in how much I love you. The only way you can experience the depth, the height, the width, and the length of his great love for you is first having your heart established in his great love for you. He told me this. And that's, we are navigating that. I'm giving myself to this truth and I'm just trusting the Lord to, to just take us deep, to take me deep into this area. So that is what I'm sharing with you. If you're looking for depth, listen, he will do it. But first, he wants to establish your heart in his love for you. You see the one personalizing this? In his love for you. One to one. One on one. This is like this. One on one. One to one. It's personal, one-on-one. -on -one. said, I love you, my child. I do. I love you. You are the object of my love. I do. So your heart should be established. You have to receive it. If you don't receive and believe it, you will not enjoy the benefits. I'm sorry. You won't. I'm sorry. And that's the truth. My husband, before we got married, he kept asking me out. He kept pursuing. And I had a choice to either say no or yes. If I said no, 
then I won't be here today. I won't enjoy the benefits that uh, I'm enjoying. I had a choice. So, but glory be to God for wisdom. We accepted the gifts and see where I am today and see how the Lord is helping us. You see, I received, I enjoy the benefits. If I never received, I don't know. So I'm trying to use that. That illustration might not be perfect, but I'm just trying to give you a visual or a mental picture of what happens when you accept his love and you stay there and you start seeing changes in your life. It's the love of God that changes a man. Listen, it's the love of God that changes a man. It's the love of God that constrains a man. So the earlier you get this truth, the better. Father Lord, I thank you for your people and for everyone. It's all the same way you are doing it for me, for others that I know. <laughs> I pray that may the light of your love, in fact, light up their candles, Father. Light up their candles. Light up their candles. Light up their candles. Hey, Kati Salia to Kalia de Ketelabuzaba. Eh, Kasi Talia do Shitsa Tiale Mani Katiabaha to Yaba. For this is your heart and your desire for your people. <laughs> oh, thank you, Father. For your in fact, by your mercy, I pray that you cause your love to explode in their hearts. It's, this is your will. This is your desire. Intimacy, relationship. You've saved them for relationship that may the light of your love envelop them. That may the fire of your love burn in their hearts. Burn in their heart like fire. Born in their heart like fire that they will be ignited. Oh, in the depths of your great love for them. And we know when there's light, there's productivity. When there's light, there is growth. Where there's light, there's ascension. So thank you, Father, because it is done. <laughs> and all their needs are met. Yes, it is done because you said it. Ask anything in my name, you will do. And so it is done in your love. You've made everything available. You've made all available to them. So open their eyes to see this truth. Open their eyes to see the inheritance they have in you through the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And bring them to maturity. You want them to grow. So bring them to that place of maturity. Maturity in the faith in you. Thank you for hearing us. It is done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God in the highest. Don't live yet. Don't go away. Stay here. Wait. Don't run away. Because it's will be so fast to run. I was meant to end at 10.30. Uh, uh, but we are still there the time. It happens. There are no regrets. So enjoy it. With that being said, subscribe to my YouTube channel. It is there. I'm watching all of you. Some of you, you will not subscribe. But I'm watching you. And I'll appear to you to subscribe. I'm not joking. <laughs> I would appear to you. But subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right? And please uh, share this video. You don't know the person. You'll be blessing. All right, share this video, subscribe, and catch me same time next week as we enjoy the word of God for us. All right, I love you, but he loves you more. Have an amazing week ahead. Bye.